And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of the Box Office Report Show. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Larry Chili Boy Chilson. Hello. Hey, we're back. We are back. Long time no speak, my friend. Mm -hmm. How are you doing today in this illustrious Sunday? Sunday (laughs) before... Oh, hold up. When is that Oscar? When are the Oscars Tuesday nominations Tuesday morning, bright and early. Lord, what time? Because Lord... Uh, I'll be up. I don't know why my I'm time, like... so it'll be 8.15 over at your, your spot. Are you going to be up? Sheesh. I'm going to be live streaming <laughs> early on. Oh, man. So we'll see what happens because uh... Larry be asking me, are you excited? No, I'm not. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know they're going to put Jamie Lee's head ass in that damn like best supporting and I'm sick. Sick. Ooh, All right. Dwayne was losing his mind when the Baptist came out. <laughs> and Larry be living for like when we when anybody in the group be like angry about something, he'd be living. <laughs> so it's like I know he was like just he kept sending me all these tweets of like oh my god, let's not let me just not. Okay. We are going to look at the box office everyone for the week of January twentieth. We are back here. Last week there wasn't really anything kind of big but megan did really well in week two um oh yeah that whole thing with puss in boots like what is going on puss in boots went up 35 percent last week (laughs) it was nuts (laughs) i don't understand what happened i remember on sunday we were already shook because they were like oh yeah down one percent and then monday the like actual numbers came up and it Mm -hmm. actually went up to third plus 35 Like Megan did really good. It uh it only dropped like under forty percent. So yeah. the word of mouth for that has been great. And they actually added ninety six theaters to it. Avatar the way of water. I mean water water is wet. You know, only dropping nine only dropping twenty eight percent last week with thirty two million. It's insane. And then Puss in Boots out of nowhere, plus six point eight percent. Yeah. With loot you know, even losing theaters and it's still like gained in box office revenue so this is this is insane for puss in boots so we'll kind of we'll kind of see how that you know how that kind of leaks into this weekend um so let's get into it this weekend we only had the opening releases from what i see is missing the time i got reincarnated as a slime the what whatever uh then the sun wait where is oh where is that alice darling number eight you don't see that no, no, I'm like looking at where's Alice Darling that opened this weekend. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I saw that, so I know for sure it opened. Oh, this oh. see, that's what you just watching. Just watching anything that you see. Oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> but oh. yeah. All right, let's get into what came in at number one, Larry. What you take it away? All right. Well, like we've been saying for. Going on two months already. Uh, coming in at number one, we have Avatar: The Way of Water, which brought in another twenty million, which is a thirty-nine point one percent drop in its sixth weekend of release. That puts the second Avatar film up to five hundred and ninety-eight point two million domestic and mm-hmm. one point nine seven billion worldwide. So this week. Expect to see the next headlines for Avatar 2 as it seeks to pass 600,000 here in the U.S. and Canada. And yes, it looks like it's going to hit that 2 billion mark sometime this week. It's kind of insane how uh, 
it does really good domestically, right? Like, don't get me wrong, like, really, really good. But, like, the numbers for Avatar usually is always international. Yeah. Like, these international numbers are just insane because usually a movie that's already made, like, it's already close to, what is it? It's not at $2 billion, but it's close to $2 billion. Mm-hmm. Usually, domestically, they'll be at already, like, the 700 800 mark, you know? So um, I think I think that's really interesting, but yeah, twenty million this weekend. It's it's been the reigning uh, champion of January, just staying in the number one spot. You know, twenty million. It's finally started to trickle away. I think once once Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania comes back, it'll I think it'll be it'll still be like number two, but uh, but yeah, it seems like maybe around when that movie comes out because I don't see Knock at the Cabin or. Infinity Pool kind of doing anything. I think maybe Knock at the Cabin can knock it from that number one spot finally because it'll maybe drop down far enough uh, mm-hmm. that Knock at the Cabin could get like a mid like 12 to 15 opening. Should mm-hmm. be able to do it in two weeks. We'll see. Maybe not. Maybe Avatar stays at 20. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. So but I think maybe Knock at the Cabin will finally be it. But yeah, just to your point, you know, as much as it's, you know, it's obviously past Top Gun Maverick, but Top Gun Maverick yeah. made over 700 mil at the domestic. Yeah, so I think it's very interesting to, like, compare it to other films who have opened as high as high this one is, you know? Like, I think it just passed No Way Home, and I think No Way Home domestically was at least in the, uh, yeah. I think at least, yeah, $804 million domestic, and uh, the international was just over $1.1 million. You know, yeah. for that movie, whereas Avatar, Avatar right now, it's like it's sitting at just under six hundred domestically, and then the international, it's like a, it's like a monster. They did have the China is, release, but yeah, it did have yeah. the Chinese release, which No Way Home didn't. So that is, you know, True. a point of of cha- talking. But mm-hmm. something I think it, it's always these big visual effects spectacles that play well in China, yeah, and and a lot of the world because I feel like they communicate their story through a language barrier easily. Mm -hmm. And I think that these avatar films have, that's the advantage of having such a universal story that they have is Mm. I think everybody can easily get swept up in this, no matter what language you speak, where you're from, something like avatar, the way of the water is a universal kind of thing. And I think that's really what the international appeal is for these films. I also saw that it made a billion dollars in uh, 3D screenings alone. Oh, my God. I didn't know. That. Did you so... see? I actually wanted to ask you about that because all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the Ant-Man and the Wasp latest, oh. like, get your tickets trailer was so 3D heavy. And I was like, dude, guys, we're not going back to this, dude. Marvel, we're not going. The hell I was like, I was like, guys, we're not going back to this. Okay, Avatar is special when it comes to that. Like, we're not doing see it in three D. Like, Marvel was like that. That last trailer for Ant Man and the Wasp, the get your tickets one. It's literally like in three D. It's like go see it in three D. And I'm like, guys. Listen, nah, 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 the listen. only reason why the movie is doing so crazy in 3D is because that's all you have it in. If you want to go see an IMAX, you cannot get a uh, like a standard IMAX. I want to see it in standard IMAX, but like you got to go to a midnight one or something. Like and uh, and for Dolby too, they'll they'll do a Dolby standard, but again, it's like the late night one, like at ten o'clock. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. I after my last watch of Avatar, I cannot do it anymore because I 
had vertigo for like two days because <laughs> I saw it in IMAX and it was insane. But I mean, hey. it's like cool. You love the three D, but damn, give some of us a different chance. Like, let us watch it in the IMAX. Josie, please. yeah, but Josie's sweet. I think Josie's only watched it once too, and she she was talking about how yeah, like during her her Dolby screening because that's most of the screenings was in Dolby, and she was talking about how like she had a headache, and I'm just like the first. Like for people who wear glasses, it's like you know, or people who just have generalized migraines, it's not good. So I'm like, like Marvel, like don't start, like <laughs> don't don't start because especially me and like Marvel movies and DC, like I see those multiple times in theaters, like, and I that's because I want to. Amen and the Wise, oh no, how many times I'm gonna see that in the theaters? But anyway, I I don't start this whole we everything is gonna be 3D again because just understand that avatar is like special when it comes to that you know yeah. so i hope we don't see like a let influx. avatar have that by itself please. yes please please um okay number two what do we got all right so chilling in at number two jumping up to number two we have puss in boots the last wish which brought in another 11.5 million in its fifth weekend of release for a 20 percent drop that's actually the first time it's dropped 20 percent in its entire run so far Crazy. so this is a biggest drop but that brings puss in boots 2 up to 126.4 million domestic and 297.5 million worldwide uh yeah i think this is uh really 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 solid for puss in boots again the word of mouth is probably what's helping this movie and it being kind of the only animated feature out in theaters right now is probably also what's really helping its run go so well it's going to be really interesting when we get into oscar season and how that kind of plays along with yeah. it because i for sure believe it's probably going to get that you know the nomination yeah for best animated picture so i think maybe that will even boost it up a little more since it is so fresh uh it's only in five weeks it's not like it's been out for like you know 15 weeks as of right now you know yeah. well i think the oscar chances can probably help it out even more yeah i think I think the case with Puss in Boots is definitely people were skeptical because it's been so long since that last Puss in Boots. And a lot of us like Puss in Boots, but those last couple Shrek films burned the hell out of folks. They're like, oh, hell no. Like, what are we doing? Going back <laughs> to all this. So I think people were like gun shy. Like, mm, I don't know if I want to go see a Puss in Boots movie. Like, eh, I'll pass. Mm -hmm. But I, this is one of those cases where I do think the word of mouth has just kept it going and going and going yeah, I agree. because everyone's like no 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 listen we were all skeptical but it's actually really good <laughs> and convincing people to go watch it and mm -hmm. so it's just been trucking along and kept going so obviously the numbers are nowhere near avatar numbers but to see these top two films basically for the past month and a half just hold the entire time is kind of nuts i mean no matter what's coming out these two are just staying put and they're still now the top two again yeah and it's gonna be interesting to see how they how they do going forward as well too yeah. you know so um yeah good stuff for both avatar the way of water dreamworks and... had a, a banner year everybody's been kind of talking about it but uh disney the dreamworks took you last year with the bad guys and puts in boots uh, at the box office, they took you, Disney. At the critics. <laughs> I do notice, though, everybody, they keep posting the Rotten Tomato. They are leaving off Turning Red. They're only showing Lightyear and uh, oh, <laughs> Stranger. Uh -huh. Because we know Turning Red is right up there with these two. And the, the critics score on Rotten Tomatoes. The audience score, well, I don't too much care. Because people acted a damn 
full when it came to turning red on that audience score. But oh my God, it was a mess. They they're leaving off turning red because that that mm. messes up the narrative just a little bit. But yeah, DreamWorks. It's nice to nice to have like they've always been like number two or number three in the animation game. You know, we all grew up on DreamWorks movies, but over the last few years, they kind of fell off hard. So. It's it's nice to see that studio kind of getting back up there and competing again like they were back in the 2000s because of the early 2000s when it was Shrek and all these other movies. It was a battle. It was DreamWorks and Disney going back and forth, especially because Disney had their weak moments with like Chicken Little and Ish back in the day. So it was like Pixar and DreamWorks. So it's kind of cool to see this this studio have its resurgence this year. Yeah, yeah, I hundred percent agree, and it's uh, it's gonna be, again, it's 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 really interesting because I don't even know what's what's the next animated feature to come out soon. Lord, I don't even know. I I mean, I had heard it wasn't until like April. <laughs> oh my god! So, <laughs> yeah, we'll see what. And happens. it'll be interesting because I think coming up the beginning of February is when it releases right. to the UK and several other big markets overseas. Right. So that right. that overseas and worldwide number should see a nice little boost in February. Right. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see what and, happens. And we talked about it before. These holds are alongside it going to digital already. You can watch it. Oh, that's right. It is on digital. Yeah, it is on on digital for a while too. Yeah, for a couple weeks now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So that's 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 really uh really good for that movie. And I think it goes back to the pandemic where we thought it, it reminds me that the theater experience is still alive and well for the most part. Obviously. Obviously, it's it, we've seen it a little bit of, of a decline box office wise in the last couple of years, but it still shows me that there was a lot of times when even in like 20, 2021, where movies were doing the split kind of uh, HBO Max straight slash streaming or theaters thing, and it really told me that even with that, movies were still opening up really really big. You know, like Godzilla versus Kong yeah. was like that first one, and that opened up still really solid um to even with the fact that it was opening up alongside on streaming so this all which really shows me that there's that the that the theater theater business right now is still the and the experience is not not everyone is relying so much on oh i can watch it at home same thing with with uh, glass onion although glass onion started with the movie release and then went to netflix a lot of people could have had that idea of like, oh, if it's coming out on Netflix in a few weeks, then I'll just wait. But that that movie did a really good number. So, yeah, yeah I think Puss in Boots doing this is just a it's just a testament on to on that kind of theory and outlook. Um, okay, number three, what do we got? Yep. So holding strong at number three, we have Megan, which made another nine point eight million in its third weekend of release, which is a forty six point five percent drop. That brings the new AI horror film up to 73.2 million domestic and 124.6 million worldwide off of a $12 million budget. Yes, Megan only dropping 46.5% is what I like to see, especially for horror. Because, you know, we, we used to have that discussion all the time regarding horror fizzling out really quickly and stuff. So I'm... Really, really happy that Megan is doing so well. The word of mouth. I feel like a lot of these movies this weekend are just word of mouth is really solid. Because even I don't want to, I don't want to go too forward, but 
number six is playing, and it's not like playing did like a massive 60% drop after week two. It only dropped 48.9%. I think yeah. that's because a lot of these movies have are getting late reviews. They're getting like, you know, good word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Megan, I, I, it's, it's the thing of like when things are being talked about in the zeitgeist of media, then it, it, you know, allows other people to continue to check the movies out and stuff. So I actually walked past the Megan, the movie that was showing Megan last night. Uh, well, I walked past it last night. And there was a lot of people walking in there too, Ooh. like, you know, when I was going to go see Missing. So Really, really good to see it. Really excited for me. Yeah, and this week we saw its cultural impact a little bit more. Even we've the a video of a drag queen <laughs> doing oh, the performance yes. of Megan <laughs> went viral. Even the official account retweeted it. And then Saturday Night Live did like yep. a Megan two this weekend. And of course, we got the announcement. We got that the announcement. Will be in production for twenty twenty five. So and that probably boosted a lot of like sales too. Like, oh, this is getting our this is already greenlit for a sequel. Let's go check. Let's go check it out. Let's see all see what all the fuss is about. So really good for Blumhouse. Really good for Universal Pictures. Again, they they have two pick movies in the top five. So really solid stuff. I'm so happy for Megan. Like to see it do it this well. Yeah, I'm also really happy for the next movie Ooh. that we have here. <laughs> all right got? well coming in at number four we have missing which brought in 9.3 million in its opening weekend of release from just over 3,000 theaters missing mm-hmm. this weekend did not see an international release so it also sits at 9.3 million at the worldwide box office but also of note kind of like with megan it only came with a budget of seven million. So just in one weekend in domestic alone, it's already earned its money back. Which is insane, and I'm super happy for this movie. We we just did our review and we were talking about how, you know, we were talking about how, you know, as far as going going gets uh, searching, how searching uh ended its run with seventy five million and these movies do not cost a lot to make. So it's really, really cool that that missing kind of followed up with that. And I thought that I didn't think the marketing was particularly like done really well, but I'm glad like like I said, when we did our review, my theater was like pretty was like pretty crowded for it. And I think the fact that this opened up a little bit more than searching is out is also really cool, too, because. They didn't. They didn't outright say anything about as far as like it being a sequel. They just alluded to the fact that it's the same crew who did who did searching and stuff like that, and it's kind of in the same vein. So the fact that searching opened up, uh, you know, searching did. I think it was like Labor Day weekend, but the three day for that movie, it opened up to like six six million. But then even the Labor Day weekend, the extra four day, uh, it opened up to seven million. So the fact that this opened up to nine. I think with a little bit more of a marketing push, I think the movie could have could have well surpassed ten million. Um, so I'm really I'm really really impressed that it did this well, and I'm really happy for it that it did so well. Yeah, it's a really solid number. It certainly passed industry expectations. It surpassed my own expectations as well. Right, and so I'm I'm happy to see it. I like these this little subset of films. You know, it should be a Hollywood bread and butter, kind of like Blumhouse. Because they're cheap to make, right. and you know they take a lot of editing effort. Obviously, any movie is going to take a lot of effort to make, but mm-hmm. they're they're a low risk type of horror investment. So, 
uh, if they keep doing them good like this, because we've actually now had several that are really solid, really fun. And if they can make fun ones, I'm happy to see mm-hmm. them. I, I much prefer this to the found footage. I'll tell you that. Oh, I totally agree. I never really liked found footage until we yeah. got to like. There's a couple I like, like Blair Witch. I like the first paranormal. I like, I like the first three paranormal activities, but they 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 fizzled out really quick. These movies is and it's not like there's a lot of these movies. It's not like there's like you can pull up like twenty of them. Yeah. There's a good. I think the number's like under ten as far as like how many movies that there are that are like the screen life format, and I think that's because they're sprinkled. They're sprinkled in very wisely. They're not overdone right now. Like a lot of studios probably don't even want to take the time to like do all the editing and stuff that that, that takes place when you do movies like this. So Sony's like, hey, if y'all ain't gonna keep doing them, then sure, you know. So and I'm totally fine with that. I think the last one before this was Searching, as far as a screen life movie. I can't remember another one right off right off the top of my head. I know on Friend of Dark Web. Dark Web uh, came out. There was another, another one that we all liked. Horror movie. Yeah. Oh, Host. 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 Yeah, that was twenty twenty. So maybe maybe Host was the last one. Host was good too. See, that's what I'm talking about. Host, Host was really was good. Yeah. Good. I really like the first unfriended searching this. I'm like, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's, as long as they're, I think they're sprinkled out really well. They're done really wisely. Obviously, um, host didn't have like a any no. kind of opening because that was like straight. I think that went straight on Shutter and stuff when that came out. And I remember watching it. I remember downloading, buying Shutter just because I saw this movie was out and it was like <sighs> the reviews were so solid. But then even like unfriended, like the first one. I remember when the first one came out. That was like a big thing for this media because a lot of people didn't see these kind of movies yet. Like I told you before, Unfriended, it was The Den, and and that was a straight-to-DVD, Blu-ray kind of movie. That yeah. I love that movie. Um, that's, that's on, that, was, that was on Amazon Prime when I watched it. But Unfriended, I remember when that first came out, it was like a big, like oh what's what kind of what this is a weird kind of you know genre and stuff. And that movie opened up opened up to 15 million. So I think uh, these movies do have a sting, have a place in uh, the box office, in movies in general, and just in with this genre. I think I think these movies definitely have now, a place. Now, Storm Reid, after we had Invisible Man, now we have this. Is she on her <laughs> way to uh, up in oh, Jenna Ortega as the what? new scream queen of the moment? <laughs> don't start, Larry. What Ooh. are we doing? <laughs> um, but yeah, really, really good stuff for uh, really, really good stuff for missing this weekend i'm so excited i thought when i when i was going into it this weekend i was like man the buzz hasn't been too too crazy the reviews have been great but i was like man i could probably see like four or five million if you would ask me last week but i'm glad that it's completely surpassed expectations this weekend so yeah it didn't get to the top three or top two but 9.3 million is nothing to scoff at so really yeah good. i think that's more just due to the fact that you know the holding power we talked about yeah, at the yeah. top is just those movies are just not falling off <laughs> yeah so, they're not going anywhere <laughs> uh you know you gotta you gotta get a pretty decent opening to to break in up top right now which is right. good which is actually what we we love to see at the box office finally again Right, right. So, uh, yeah, good stuff all around for Sony. Okay, number five. What do we got? Another small drop. 
All right, coming in at number five is A Man Called Otto in its fourth official release of this film, even though it's only been like nationwide two of those four weeks, I believe. Uh, A Man Called <laughs> Otto brought in an additional nine million. Look how close, three, four, and five, all in that nine million range. Yeah, yeah. Dropping only 29.8% in over 3,800 theaters. That brings the Tom Hanks uh, remake up to 35.3 million domestic and 55.3 million worldwide. Another success for the mid-range budget film. Uh, really, that's that's what these last three are. And it's really cool to see three movies just trucking along with their small to middle budgets. Kind of those those films that get left behind easily, like a man named Otto, making some money and actually doing well. Yeah, and it's and it's a it's this is kind of a, an atonement to like Tom Hanks is probably star power because yeah. nine million in week four. I know it has like it's had like small kind of a small weird release, but I think this is pretty solid. Uh, only dropping from last week, twenty nine percent. It's not like it had like a big jump in theater count this weekend too. So I think this is really really good for uh, you know, people, on. especially with how it's holding on. Uh, I've seen a surprising amount of people. <laughs> have a lot of these publications and stuff have tom hanks as their number five getting sneaking into best actor in this movie so we'll see i guess let's not uh i just don't want to ruin like (laughs) (laughs) we'll see i mean we'll see but yeah i i I liked the film i thought it was good i just uh, their release strategy was very really weird we always get these kind of movies out of you know out of nowhere so like you kind of get it uh, but this wasn't real i I mean i understand they wanted it to be a little oscary but it's not it's more of a a wide appeal feel-good movie rather than this like oscary drama for them to release it in four theaters and then it expanded a little bit and then it expanded to like half of the country (laughs) and then finally it went like world or nationwide i don't know it's always weird too when they put a date kind of front and center Mm-hmm. And so everybody's like looking for a movie on that date and it's nowhere to be found. So, right, and right. that's kind of what happened with this is you're like, what the hell? Like, I thought it was coming out today. And then you find out it came out in LA and New York only that day. And you're like, what? <laughs> Ugh, I hate that. I, hate I cannot it. stand it. And like a lot of movies, one of like Booksmart was doing that. It was just crazy. Yes. It's just it's too much. I don't understand. Um, anything else from this week as far as kind of interesting numbers here uh i see the whale only dropped 15 percent now the whale continues Solid. to just truck along gets up to 13 million for this very small you know little film mm-hmm. it's killing it at the box office a uh, lot skin- of oscar bait kind of movies are actually doing pretty well as far as yeah women talking power. had a jump see yeah. this is another one I was seeing all this advertising about women talking everywhere this weekend. They said it's finally going to wide release. It's in 153 theaters. Which is crazy to me. That is not a wide... Like, That's not a wide release at all, but hey... 500. I, I think... Listen, I think 380,000 for 153 theaters, that is really good. Yo, That's actually okay. really good. I had not seen this trailer. So when I went to see Alice Darling yesterday, yeah. I saw a trailer for Women Talking that I had not seen before. Oh, it's Ooh. a new trailer. Uh, I don't know if it's new or not, but I hadn't watched it. 
Okay. They did not have that Hilder score in there that they usually play. Uh-huh. Uh, they made this look that y'all want to talk about suing. Some folks might be trying to sue old Sarah Polly and United Artists because that made it look. Well, oh, did they make it like look like a happy-go-lucky kind of? Movie? Oh, they made it look like this kind of like thriller, like it was oh. full of uh, you know things are happening. Y'all don't listen oh. to that trailer. No, that is not that. I watched that. That is not what women talking. I got the screener for that a, a couple of months ago, and I watched it, and it was good. I, it's, a, look, it's good, but it's, it's very good slow. For, it's good, but you need to know what you're going into. Yeah, it's uh, very if you slow, go in very harrowing. Thinking yeah. that these women are running around here. If you think it's like some thriller with these men and these women, it's not. It's not. I said, oh, what is this trailer? Even the music was like real kind of thrill. I was like, oh, okay, okay. Okay, girl. Let them do what they got to do to market. I know. Remember like Dune? We were like, let them tell them it's Star Wars so we can get that box And especially a film like this. I know film Twitter is fighting for their life, especially as Women Talking has been getting kind of shut out in award season. Even the awards folks ain't taken to it. I get, I know, but some people are like, no, people will watch it. No, they won't. I'm sorry. You need to, you got to show these people something that they're going to want to see. And I'm telling you, if you give them what women talking is really, nobody's going to go to the theater. It just is what it is. I'm sorry. Even if it's good. Uh, so yeah, they had to do something for it. Hmm. Meanwhile, look at, Skinnamarink. What was that budget? That's another one that's kind of like... Skinnamarink is very interesting. Uh, I was going to see it Friday, but I forget. How... Oh, yeah, it's like snow Friday. It was like a blizzard here. Yeah, so... AMC is like boycotting it, I think. I AMC? Think, what you I mean? think it's because it's like a... I don't know. None of the AMCs around me are showing it. Like Oh, Regal. there's like one near me that's showing it, but they're yeah, only like doing it's at like Regal, two times. It's at Alamo Drafthouse, but it's not at any of the Netflix, That Netflix deal, because probably because it's a shutter. A it's shutter. like going to shutter But yeah, this costs weeks. what? This is like Terrifier, I think, right? It costs yeah, like $100,000, $200,000 to make. Yeah, I think shutter is probably where I'm going to end up watching it, just yeah. because... If I wasn't gonna go see it this week, uh, I was. I had. I actually had a ticket. I had a ticket Friday night, and it snowed bad here, so I was like, "No, nah, I'm not leaving." So Saturday, I didn't. I didn't missing tonight. Today, obviously, it's Sunday. It's the Lord's Day, so I'm home. And oh. then uh, <laughs> Monday, I got. I got. I got surgery on my teeth. Uh, and then, yeah, the rest of the week is work. And then I think what's coming out next week? I think Infinity Pool is next week. Is it? I think that's it. I think I think that's only it, infinity too. pool so yeah what avatar's about, gonna be number one again uh, next week uh so yeah. just be ready but what yeah skin of a rink is uh 1.5 million off of like a nothing budget yeah and it's been getting a ton of buzz the buzz has me a little bit nervous though uh because <laughs> i don't know these folks are talking about nothing happens but it's the most terrifying thing i ever seen Listen, yeah, I don't know if I can do all that bullish. I know I'm gonna walk in and be like, "What the hell, y'all?" I feel this. I I feel I'm ready to be. (laughs) I'm ready. I'm ready to see a different kind of horror movie. So I'm hopeful. I like. I'm hopeful as well. But it's it's sad because I I got rid of Shutter like a while ago. But then. 
I gotta watch this and I'm gonna have to boot up that damn Shutter account. They be hyping it like it's the scariest thing. They don't want to turn off their lights. Now if I boot up the Shutter account and it's like it's poo poo pee pee, I swear to God, Lord, no, I'm gonna be listen. If it's <laughs> look, very few times do I watch one of those horror films where literally nothing happens yeah. and find it to be all that. Yeah, so I mean, sometimes I do, but it's usually when it's not really horror. Kind of like I know this is going to trigger Dwayne. Don't start. What was that damn one in the forest um, that mismarketed the hell out of itself? Well, for, oh, it from, comes tonight. I'm, I'm with tonight. you on that one, actually, because Hannah Hannah's too much with that. Listen, so. uh, yeah, no. So I'm telling you, these kind of movies are very mostly miss. Every now and then, one of them yeah. will hit. Hit good, but this. We'll see. But I'm interested. Again, I just like seeing this and Terrifier 2, even though I didn't watch that movie. Oop. Um, I like seeing these <laughs> tiny, tiny budget horror movies just like trucking it. And I like seeing Shudder being able to get a movie into theaters and see it, you know, trucking along in there. So that's cool. I agree. I agree. I, you know, you know my thoughts on like on uh, Terrifier 2 as far as those kind of horror movies, but I mean, as long as they're doing really well is all that matters to me. Because it, it, it warrants it warrants war movies being made like that. And I know they're going to give those guys... They think they gave those guys the bag after, like, Terrifier 2 did so well in theaters. So yeah. I'm excited. We'll see We'll see what happens. Um, but all right. I think that's it for today for the Box Office Report Show. Again, thank you guys all for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, I think as far as schedules, tonight will be um, the episode, our recap show, uh, P-S-I-T-L-O-U, for episode two of The Last of Us on HBO. Uh, so it's not going to be tomorrow. It's going to be tonight. So stay tuned for that. It was, it's most likely going to be the same four from last Monday, uh, me, Larry, Hannah, and Josie. So I'm super excited to get into all of that. So with that being said, Larry, why don't you let everyone know where they can follow you? Yeah, you can find me over on YouTube at Chili Boy Productions, as well as on Instagram under the same handle. And then over on Twitter, I am Chili Boy YT. All right, everyone, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinematic94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinemania World. As far as another, another schedule update for this week, uh, it's looking like we'll announce the, uh, we'll post the winners of the, uh, Cinemania World Awards this week on Twitter. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned for that. Um, I've got to get my graphics ready and post those this week. And, uh, the show, if you do want to know the, if you do want to know the, uh, the winners for the Cinemania World Awards earlier, the show, I mean, the show that we did on Wednesday is up on our channel. Check that out. It's a, it's a good show with uh, members from the team, Larry's included. And that is it, everyone. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.